Hello, and welcome. My name is Sam. This is the real-time story time show by Robert R. Ricks. It is an interactive live event where viewers submit keywords or phrases and then Rob has between two to three minutes to figure out the story and then perform it while using the provided keywords or phrases. We need between 10 to 12 keywords and I will be selecting them from the stream talking system. If you'd like to be part of the show, go to www.streamtalking.com and sign up as a viewer. Go to the Robert R. Ricks channel there, and you will see the real-time story time. You will be able to provide a keyword or a phrase there. If you'd like to support the show, you could always buy Rob a shot at the Kofi.com website. The address is www.co-fi.com slash Robert R. Ricks. He loves him his shots. Or you could always go to Amazon.com and buy one of his excellent books. Hang tight as we get the show set up. What's up? It's your boy, Robert R. Ricks. This is the real-time story time. Let's get this, uh, let's get this centered a little better. Like that. Okay, that works better. This is a real-time story time show. We do this every Sunday. This is November 22nd, 2020. And, um, this is Mr. Trouble, episode number three. So this is the, uh, First of a kind that we've we've been doing. So usually this is kind of a excuse me, I'm a little flagellant. I got some burpy burps here. Um yeah, see I guess I should say not flagellant, that'd be out of my butt. Um This is a uh YouTube show that we do live every Sunday. Normally it's kind of just a one off show. This is um the third in a series so far of a character called Mr. Trouble. Um and the users provide me with some keywords up on uh, streamtalking.com. Let's take a look at those. Okay, let's see. We've got goeth and fucketh thyself. Okay, that's interesting. Greatest conspiracy of all time. Okay. Mr. Trouble works with Mighty Ro oh, shit. Mr. Trouble works with Mighty Redneck. Mighty Redneck is a character we've done a story on before. Seeks one of the Oracle's Trumps. Okay, now that's going to be interesting. Oracle Trumps is a reference to uh, Magic Really Sucks trilogy. Hmm. Okie dokie. Exploding Head, which is what mine is doing right now. In case of accident, my blood type is Jameson. <laughs> Pretty good. Um... The Weight, Death by Starvation, uh, Mr. Trouble's Three Simple Rules, and Yippie Kaye Motherfucker. <laughs> okay. All right. So this one's going to be a little interesting just for the simple fact that there's two other stories that are referenced. Last week we had um, Jeremiah Jones of the Spook Time Investigators. That kind of rolled through. Uh, so this will be kind of interesting to see how this, this works out. What's up, Paula? What's up, Garen? What's up, Bronx? Good to have you motherfuckers here. Thank you guys very, very much. I'm going to go ahead and uh, mute the mic, get the music started, figure out what the fuck I'm going to do with this particular situation. Well, this is a tough one. The tough, tough, toughity, tough, tough one. Okay. 
So again, the keywords are goeth and fucketh thyself, greatest conspiracy of all time, Mr. Trouble works with Mighty Redneck, seeks one of the Oracle's trumps, exploding head, in case of an accident, my blood type is Jameson, the weight, death by starvation, Mr. Trouble's three simple rules, and yippee motherfucker. So I got some notes to kind of help myself out because this is really, this one's really a noggin twister. Okay, well, let's, uh, let's get it, uh, yeah, I figured that. Yep, 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 I figured that. Okay, alrighty. Okay, here we go. I didn't have to wait long for the woman to summon me from my room. I had taken up residence inside of the mansion where I had been staying since starting this. And me and Bobo were content with it. There were meals. There was a TV with lots and lots and lots of entertainment on it. And I took walks on a regular basis. It was nice to be on the earth again. Hell could get a little stuffy. Not because of all of the death and torment and the wailing and screaming and all of that nonsense. But just because it literally got stuffy. There was no fresh air circulating there. It was a different dimension. And as such, it had its own set of rules. Most of which did not were not conducive to feeling comfortable. I went down saw the woman. She had been tearing through scrolls of different sorts and there were a few that caught my eye. I walked over to see if she would hide them away and she made no move to do so. When I stood at the front of the table and I glanced down, I could see sketches and drawings and things of that sort and I looked at her. Alright, so what's the deal now? She motioned over towards a small box. Open that up. Okay, I did. And there was just the faintest shaving of a horn there. Oh, you guys finished with whatever you were doing with the unicorn's horn. She nodded. Yes, the compass is almost done, but we're going to need a little help getting past its guardian. Oh, fun. So, that's why you need me, because I can compel things to do what I need them to do. That's not going to work on this particular guardian. Really? Why not? This guardian's not living. Oh, so it's uh, some kind of a golem or magic or something like that. Uh, nothing so esoteric. This is more technology, artificial intelligence. Okay, so what's the get down? Well, it just so happens that the location where the compass is being held happens to be the lair of a crazy man uh, who some would call a villain. Wait, 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 wait. Back up, back up, back up. You mean villain like Dr. Evil? Nah, Dr. Evil. I made the gesture in laughing. She did not laugh. She didn't smile. She looked dead serious. 
Wait a minute. Okay, let's let's get something straight. In this world, you have good and you have bad. We don't have supervillains and superheroes and things of that nature. No, not here on this world. But there are other worlds. I rolled my eyes. Okay. Um, has somebody been sipping and smoking something they shouldn't have to? She smiled at me. What if I told you everything that you have been taught and, and brought to believe were lies? Okay, you do realize I've been alive for a very, very long time. And I have been witness to a great many secrets. Uh, which one are we talking about here? What, what lie are we talking about? I'm only talking about the greatest conspiracy of all time which is this she took out another scroll spread it across the table for me to look down what is that i asked as i looked at it what does it look like it kind of looks like i don't know a moon or something with a lot of wait those aren't craters what are those those are domes okay wait wait a minute what is that that's the earth no that's not the earth that's not at all the earth that looks like something with a bunch of bubbles on it what she had in front of me sketched out on the parchment looked like some sort of a sphere but it almost looked like it was covered with bubble wrap because there were these little small circular areas some a little larger than the others but most of them uniformed in circle okay so you're telling me that's the actual Earth. What about all the pictures? What about all the other? All fake. All bullshit. And you're sure of this? Yes, I am. Okay. So you want me to go to another one of those bubbles, zones, bubbles, zones. They're called zones. Okay. You want me to go to one of those zones where you're telling me there's superheroes and supervillains? Yes. Okay, that's stupid. Okay. I need some proof here. Oh, you're going to have proof because when you cross over, you're going to be there. Okay. All right. So, let me get this straight. The Earth is a big, gigantic something with a bunch of zones on it. Yes. Okay, how do I get over there? That's pretty easy, actually. I've actually found a spell that will help us to cross to the next neighbor over. And... What is there? The coordinates to the lair of the villain that you need to infiltrate, and you're going to need to get in there. And, um... Yeah, you're going to need to figure out how to bypass his security to be able to get access to his vault uh-huh and in a vault is what the compass okay so i just need to get some kind of a compass and i'll know it when i see it yeah you'll know it when you see it okay it's not like there's going to be 55 different compasses of different shapes and sizes and colors and i'm going to have to pick the right one out no there's there should only be one compass there and you notice how because i know this because we have eyes there. 
Well, if you have eyes there, then why the fuck don't they grab it? Because we need you to do it. You know, this is becoming less and less and less ideal to me. Um, but, whatever. You've got me kind of interested. I'm kind of curious if what you're showing me here is real or not. Because i got to be honest with you. This looks to be bullshit. And if we do cross over, how do I know it's just not some alternate dimension I'm crossing over? Am I going to be able to see all of this stuff? Yeah, if you're paying attention, you should see it as the data stream slides over. My watch went off and I glanced at it. What is that? Oh, it's just a reminder to feed Bobo. It's fine. It's not a big deal. So listen, what do we do? Okay, here's where you're going to go. So she told me the coordinates that I needed to do. And she also gave me a bell. When you get to the location, you're going to ring the bell. When you ring the bell, there will be a certain thing that shows up. Do what it says, and you should be fine. Okay, somewhat cryptic, but fine. Let's get it started. I did as I was told. Went downstairs. No neck waited for me. He smiled, nodded. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know the deal. Jumped in. He drove for a good 45 minutes. We arrived at a field. In the middle of the field was a woman wearing a red, and I do mean red, bright red, cloak. I nodded to her as I approached. She motioned to the center of a ring. There was a bell. When I finish my incantation, you will ring the bell once. When it shows up, you will hold on and it will take you to the next zone. Okie dokie. Inside of the ring, there was a bell. Small, golden, delicate thing. I picked it up, stood in a circle, waited for her to begin her incantation. As she did, I felt my skin tingle and wondered, why had I never heard an incantation like this before? This sounded foreign. It sounded different. In fact, the magic itself felt odd, wrong. It almost sounded backwards, but nonetheless, there was some effect that was happening. When it got to the time that she was ready, she pointed at me and I rang the bell. There was a bolt of light that came down from the sky and what stood before me could resemble maybe a snake with a harness and three sets of wings along its body. There was a bridle that came around its neck and had handlebars on it and it could be sat on and gripped kind of like leaning on a big motorcycle. I sat down, gripped it, its big head looked back at me, and I thought it was smiling. You are ready? I nodded, sure. Make sure you hold tight. If you let go, I will not catch you. You will perish. Understand? Sure. I gripped and held for dear life because, as he said, if I fell, I was a goner. He took off like a bolt. Part of my mind reeled. What the fuck? You'd have to be almost Hercules to hold on to this thing the way you should be able to. He bucked and moved and he was going at a speed I could not even begin to comprehend. 
light streamed past my face, the moistness of the air, the clouds we passed through. My heart skipped a beat for a second as I thought we were about to break into space. But as we passed through something, some wet membrane, I could just barely see below me the landscape. And I was amazed. I looked at it and I fought hard. I knew that my nose was probably bleeding and I was wondering if perhaps I'd be dying from an exploding head as all of my mind reeled and raced wondering what it was that I saw before me. One thing was sure. I was sure of one thing. The scroll was grossly, and I do mean grossly, inaccurate. It was perhaps a hundredth of what I actually saw in front of me. The spear, if you want to call it that, was probably not actually a spear. It was probably more of a plane that extended, as far as I could see, domes, millions of them. I shook my head. That bitch was not lying about the greatest conspiracy of all time. This shit is ridiculous. The serpent plunged down into the next one. And for a second, the lights went out. It was dark. I couldn't feel the handlebars anymore. Fuck. How am I supposed to get home? I wondered to myself. I guess I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. I stood up, found myself in a field. A huge cityscape stretched five or six miles in front of me. One of the biggest cities I'd ever seen before. What the fuck? Okay. Well, let's see. Let's see. There was a tingling in the base of my skull. Can you hear me? Oh, shit. Yeah, I can hear you. What the fuck? Uh, that's a cool trick. How are you doing that? I have more power there than over in your world. I filed that away. She wasn't from my world. She was from this one. Interesting. Okay. So, you can read my thoughts? Barely. But I can help you. This is where you need to go. I could feel a location in my mind. That's a neat trick. What are you doing? I'm giving you kind of like GPS coordinates. You'll be able to find it. You'll feel the tugging. That will get you where you need to go. Hmm. And then when the time comes for me to come back, don't worry. I'll send somebody to get you. Okay. I continued walking. I got closer to the location and I saw a large man standing outside of the building contemplating it. I walked up to him. How you doing? He looked at me. I'm doing alright. Just sitting here trying to figure out a quandary. He looked me up and down. You're not from around here, are you? Is it that obvious? Not to normal people, but to me. You just have a real, really weird aura about you. Plus, you smell funny. I sniffed myself. I didn't smell anything. I beg your pardon. I, I think I smell quite fine. Anyway, you here to help? Uh, I don't know. 
Did somebody talk with you in the back of your head and tell you I was supposed to help? Is your name Mr. Trouble? Yes. And, uh, who might you be? The mighty redneck. Don't you know me? You really are from not around here. Uh, no, I've never heard of a mighty redneck. I've heard of rednecks, but not a mighty one. <laughs> uh, so what makes you so mighty? He goes, you'll see. So I reckon we need to go up in there. And, uh, my contact says, we go in, you'll be able to help me get what I need. Which is what? I need a girl to do me a solid. You need a girl to do a solid? No, nothing like that. Look, let's just go in. We'll take care of business when we get done. No, no, wait a minute. Before I make a deal or anything else, I need to know the specifics. Part of my rules. Your what? Part of my rules. Okay, fine. Uh, the girl, uh, I really wanted her to go out on a date with me and, uh, turned me down a couple of times and I think she's playing hard to get and I just need to know if she really just doesn't like me because you know I, I think she's real cool and I think we would be cool and so let me get this straight I, I'm going to help you break into a villain super villains lair you're gonna help me I'm gonna help you and then in turn you want me to help you get a girl to ask a girl if uh, she 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 digs you, yeah. All right, that fits within my my rules. Okay, that's good. All right, let's do this. How how do we want to do this? Would we uh, go up, knock on the door, introduce ourselves, and blah blah blah? Yeah, that way I'm gonna knock on the door. Just follow me. All right. Drugged. This is turning out to be interesting. I followed him. And it was interesting because he actually had overalls. And he was a massive beast of a man, no doubt about it. But it was the cape. He actually had a cape attached to the back of his overalls. Not a big cape, mind you. It was, I would almost call it a child's cape. I was going to ask about it as we approached the front door. When he reached his arm back and punched the massive door in front of us. Now, this may seem a little odd, but the door in question was a big metal thing. And as he reached his arm back, I almost warned him that he was about to shatter his fucking hands. He hit it, and the thing boomed. And the door gave a little. He shrugged, made a face, grimaced. Fuck, that sucks. You hurt yourself? Nah. I was trying to do it in one hit or quitter, though, just to look impressive. And it looks like it's going to take me two or three hits, and there goes the element of surprise. Listen, in case of an accident, my blood type is Jameson. Excuse me? That's a joke. Ah, <laughs> that's funny. I was just worried about the backup or the people that you just alerted with your booming. Yeah, one second. He leaned back and he kicked. The door flew off and went flying back. I heard the disgusting squish as it impaled on whoever was standing behind it. After you. 
No, 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 I insist. Beauty before age, please, please. This was something I had never seen before. Now, mind you, in hell, we have some powerful demons down here. I've seen demons lift boulders and things like that, but I doubt even those demons would have been able to make short work of that big metallic behemoth that we had just passed through. Okay. As we walked in, sure enough, I didn't see any more people other than the bloody squish that was behind a door. Everything that approached us looked more robot in person. I tried my, hello, my name is Mr. Trouble, what's the worst thing you've ever done? And for my trouble, got punched in the face by a small, what I initially thought was a man in dress-up. And it was fine, because the mighty redneck snatched him, sent him flying through a wall. Okay, I guess my abilities are of no use here. I followed behind redneck, carefully, as we did. And then we made our way through the lair and went down several levels, finally ending up inside of a vault. Vault room, I should say. The vault stood there, probably about 50 feet tall by about 75 feet wide. Big metal monstrosity with a big circular opening that had a digital keypad on it. Alrighty, any ideas? Uh, shit. Thinking about it. Contemplating. Hmm. Fuck. I really didn't want to do this. Do what? He pulled out a small stick of gum. Chewed on it. And I watched in amazement. As his skin began to lighten up. What's, uh, what you chewing on there, buddy? You know what steroids is, right? Yeah. This is like super steroids. One of the brainy fuckers back at the lab kicks this shit up in case we get into a real pickle. Uh, so does that mean I need to go fetch a bottle of Jameson? Uh, no. Just hold tight. The weight was unbearable. I could feel the pulse in my neck pounding. Boom, 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 boom. I waited and waited, and waited. Uh, not to be an ass or anything, but how long does it take? It takes about 30 seconds, alright? Just give me a second. Okie dokie. It's the longest 30 seconds of my life. Finally. He stood at the edge of the vault, pressed his hands against it, leaned against the metal surface. I watched the surface bend and give to his fingers. How much stronger did that make you? Shut the fuck up. I heard a, a groan unlike anything I'd ever heard before as his fingers sank into the metal. He was giving himself a grip and a deep one. I wondered what that hand would do against flesh and bone. I waited. He leaned in more, and I heard the groaning intensify. Suddenly, he started to lean back and pull, and it felt like the whole fucking building moved with him. Almost got it. I heard a sound that was deafening. 
Oh, shit. I ran to my right and rolled as he leaned and tore not just the door, but most of the infrastructure that was holding the door off. And it was about that time, six of those cybernetic organisms showed up behind us with wicked rifles. He sneered and grinned as he tossed the big metal slab that easily dispatched them. He stood there breathing. Oh, fuck. All right, man. Head in there and grab some stuff. I need you to, uh... I need you to look. Not just for that compass. But there's also a, uh... A tarot card in there. That tarot card's gonna be interesting because it should be just... Held up. With a, uh... Woo! It'll look like a piece of glass. Don't touch the, don't touch the card itself, just... Bring the glass and the compass. I'll be right here. Alright. I didn't know about the tarot card, but that's completely fine. That's fine. I walked in. As I did, I could see the tarot card in question that he was referring to. Unbeknownst to him, there were actually two. Not one card, but two. I yelled back over my shoulder, uh, what type of card is it? Oh, it'll, it'll look like a wheel. It'll be a big-ass wheel on the, on the face of the card. I looked. One of the cards did have that type of a shape on it. The other one had a man that was hanging upside down. I traced a few glyphs on that and vanished it. That disappeared. I held the other one by its enclosure and looked quickly for the compass. I found the compass, clear enough, easy. It was sitting on a table by itself on a black canvas. I rolled it up in a canvas, pocketed it, scanned around for anything else. There was another small device, a little rectangular thing. Had no hinges, had no locks, no nothing. It almost looked like a little silver bar. I motioned on that and vanished it as well. I ran back out and Redneck was standing up, breathing normal again. Alright, here, hand me, hand, me the, hand me the damn card. I handed it to him. I said, so, uh, does this seem like this was all pretty easy thus far? Yeah, it is somewhat easy. It helps when the actual owner is locked up. Oh, so we won't be dealing with a villain today. Nah. But when he finds out about this, he'll probably find a way to escape and then there'll be hell to pay. So then we're done. We're finished. Nah, we still need to go talk with Maggie. Right, Maggie. Okie dokie. Let's go talk with Maggie, shall we? We exited the building as quick as possible. And he took me to a small Chinese restaurant. Which was actually good timing because my stomach had started grumbly grumbly. Okie dokie. I walked over, he pointed to the girl, and he nodded. His face said, do your thing. I walked up to her and said, hey, your name's Maggie. She smiled at me. Yes, I am Maggie. Who are you? Well, my name is Mr. Trouble. And what's the worst thing you've ever done? Her face went 
stone, cold. She stared at me, icy veins. Why do you want to know? That made me pause. Is it everybody here is immune to my abilities to compel? Or maybe she just doesn't feel bad about it. Don't know. Well, I'm just curious because, you know, it's the icebreaker. Like, what's the worst thing you've ever done? Well, I, I, she was fighting it. She was being compelled, but she was fighting it. I'd rather not talk about what I've done. Fair enough. Hey, do you know a guy by the name of the uh, Mighty Redneck? She rolled her eyes. Yeah, I know him. Well, uh, what do you think about him? He's alright. He's kind of dumb, but he's cute. He's got a good butt. You like him? Uh, I kinda. I kinda do, but I don't want him to know that. And let me guess, he put you up to this. Because I can feel whatever you're doing having an effect on me. Yeah, I just want to know if he's got a chance. Well, here's the thing, Slim. See, I could tell you, and I told you I liked him. If you push this any further, I'm going to take your legs, tear them off of you, beat you over the head with them, and then when you're done, when I'm done beating on you like that, I'm going to tear your fingers off one by one and insert them straight up your ass. So go with and fuck it thyself. I smiled. Fair enough. I believe I have my answer. You have yourself a wonderful, wonderful day. I turned around and walked out quickly. I looked at the big man, who looked like a small child, anxious, waiting for an answer. Yeah, so, so? No, man, come on, what she said? She said she was going to tear my legs off and beat me over my head and take my fingers and insert them up my ass, and then she told me to go with and fucketh myself. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like her. She says shit like that to me all the time. But, did you do your thingy thing? Eh, you know what? I did. I tried. Uh, I'm not 100% sure that it actually worked on her. She's pretty powerful. Is that normal around here? That their guys are all kind of resistant to my abilities? Uh, the soups are. Normal folks probably wouldn't be a big deal for you, but yeah. We're a little bit different. Can I try it on you? Is there stuff you feel bad about? Oh yeah, there's a ton of shit I feel bad about. Alright, hey, my name is Mr. Trouble. What's the worst thing you've ever done? Try to resist. Fuck. I gotta tell you, I feel a little impotent around here. I really do. That's, that's hard, though. I could, I, man, and man, I really want to tell you. I really, really want to tell you. But... Yeah, I'm fighting it. All right, well, fuck. All right, I think she didn't really care too much, but uh, she likes you. She thinks you have a nice butt, but she doesn't want you to know that. And don't tell her until I leave, or don't use that knowledge until I leave, because I'm pretty sure she's dead serious about sticking fingers up my ass and everything and not the fun way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Listen, uh, if you ever need anything and you're back around these ways, I owe you one. Okay, well, that's that's groovy. Um, I guess the next time I come, I'll make sure I bring some Jameson, because it sounds like you guys like to, uh, fuck around a lot. 
<laughs> yeah, we kind of do. All right, well, um, I guess I'm going to try to find my way out of here. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, listen. Uh, this is how you're gonna. This is how you're gonna do it. Okay. There's a dude right over there. See him? I looked where he was pointing. Small, shifty man was standing there, looking around everywhere, really nervous. He looked over at Redneck and nodded. Yeah, I see him. All right, so that dude right there, he is going to be the one to pop your ass back where you're supposed to be from, because you're really not supposed to be here. And you're causing a kind of a disruption. So, yeah. He'll get you where you need to go. Okay. I guess. Cool. I walked over to the man. Nodded at him. Hi, my name is... I don't give a fuck. Alright? I really don't give a fuck. I owe him. And I'm paying it off right fucking now. So, you need to close your eyes. Close your fucking mouth. And focus. Focus your fucking pea brain. Alright? Focus your pea brain on... Home. Alright. I got I can do that. Okay. Now think about it. Think about your home. Think about your home, okay? He stuck his hand up like this and it began to glow green. The energy flowed over to me, and next thing I know, my body was covered in it. You're not concentrating, shithead. This is not gonna work. Unless you concentrate. Okay, okay. Close my eyes. And I thought to myself, there's no place like home. There's no place like home. And I pictured a bar that I had frequented quite a few fucking times. I felt my body disintegrate. Literally. I felt my body disintegrate. I felt every atom of my body split, fly off. And then as I felt like I was losing myself, they slowly drifted back together. And I stood in the bar. Not in the right time, but I was in the bar. I looked around and it was ruined. It was wrecked. It looked as if a nuclear bomb had gone off. Lovely. I guess time and space doesn't matter for jackass. Alright, let me uh, do my thing. Closed my eyes. Focused on 2020. November 1st. And then I slid. And I was back in the bar. People were startled by my abrupt appearance. They all looked at me. The barkeep said, Trouble! Hadn't seen you in a minute, my friend. I said, Yeah. I need a fucking drink. Really bad. He leaned down, pulled up a bottle, stuck it on the table, and I smiled. Thanks, man. Needed this. I took a draw. Then poured in glass. Let it warm my throat. And I took a breath. <sighs> a man was at the edge of the bar. Looked like an asshole. I could feel it. And I had felt impotent on that other world. And there was something, a dark part of me, that felt needed to feel powerful again. The barkeep looked at me, shrugged, as he looked at the guy at the edge. And gave me the okay sign with his face. Ah, nice to have permission. I moseyed on down there. Made eye contact with him. What the fuck are you looking at? Are you a faggot? Oh, no, 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 no. Nothing like that. Nope. I am, uh, I miss a trouble. And I'd like to know, what's the worst thing you've ever done? I raped five women. 
I put six old women in the hospital for fun. And then he continued with more colorful things like that. Huh. Awesome. Okay. This is what I'd like for you to do. I would like for you to realize that anytime you eat food, you become violently ill. So violently ill that food is the worst thing on the planet for you. You do not want the food at all. But you can drink as much alcohol as you want. But you will never ever feel satisfied. Understand me? Yeah. Ah, get the fuck out of here. He walked out. Barkeep came over and snickered. What'd you do? I told him. He shook his head. Death by starvation? Dude, that's fucked up. You know it's going to take that guy a while to die, right? Eh, probably take him about a week and a half. He'll die, though. It's, it's, it, it feels good, though. It's good. Okay. Alright. You going to be here for long? Nah. I'm going to finish this drink, and then I got somewhere I got to be. Okay. I took a sip, and another, and another, and another. And the funny thing about being me is, I don't get drunk. I can get slightly buzzed, but not drunk. I reached into my pocket, pulled out a gold coin, slammed it on the bar. He looked, nodded, smiled. Okay. I motioned, and then found myself back outside of my temporary home. No neck was there with Bobo. He was taking Bobo for a walk. Hey, what's up? Nothing. Just want to make sure the dog doesn't shit inside. Oh, no, he's good. He's good at holding it. Uh, is the madam of the house inside? Yeah, she's waiting for you. Okay. I walked in, approached the woman, handed her the compass. She smiled. Ah, good. Now we can get the next part ready. And uh, did you happen to see anything else there while you were there? Oh yeah, I saw some things. I had a got a got a uh, tarot card for uh, Mighty Redneck, and uh, yeah, and then I helped him with some love issues, I guess. Yeah, that's about right. Anything else that you want to talk about? Not particularly. Nope. Nope. None at all. Other than at all. Okay, well, it's going to take me a few hours. Why don't you go ahead and head to your room? Okie dokie. I went to the room. Bobo was waiting there for me. No neck had brought him in. The room was spacious, really large. There was even a sleeping area for Bobo. There was a nice big bowl of some kind of high-end kibble, and there was some water. Closed the door. Shook my head and was amazed. I looked at Bobo and said, you know, Bobo, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. I motioned. The trump appeared. I motioned again. And the little bar also appeared. I ran my fingers over the edge of the bar. And it rose. Panel on it rose. Huh. I wonder what you do. Hello, Mr. Trouble. What? You know me? Yes, I observe you 
when you entered the vault. So, what the fuck are you? I am an artificial intelligence. I can be your sidekick. Sidekick, huh? Why do I need a sidekick? All heroes need a sidekick. You think I'm a hero? Yes. Okay, I'll roll with that. Uh, so tell me, why would I want you as a sidekick? Because I am the ultimate spy. Elaborate, please. Observe. Two little metal prongs shot off, darted under the door, and then they were gone. Okay, what are those? Those are nanite nanite extensions of my form. Okay, so why do I care about that? Because, observe, the surface that has ridden up, risen up from the little metal bar suddenly turned into a display. It showed me, the woman, and No Neck having a conversation, and he looked troubled, if you pardon the pun. She looked anxious. No Neck said, uh, do you think that was wise sending him over there? What? Having, having him do what we needed to do? That was amazing. It was fun seeing Mr. Trouble works with the mighty redneck. What? I mean work. You know what I meant. I'm, you're disrupting me. You're, you're, you're breaking my concentration. What happens if that doesn't work? Well, if this doesn't work, then we're fucked. Ooh, language. Ooh, she has such a fucking potty mouth. Yes, she is not what she appears to be. Really? Yes. Hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, what else are they talking about? The woman looked upset. You think, uh, you think that he'll ever understand what we had him do? What do you mean? Well, it's not every day that we send someone. To seek one of the Oracle Trumps. But there's no way he could possibly know about the Oracle. Yes, I know. Seeks is what I should have said. But seeks one of the Oracle Trumps. Oracle's Trumps. Anyway. Do you think he took one? No. There's only one report of one being there, and... I'm pretty sure Redneck has it, and he's going to put it inside of the other, he's going to put it inside of the um, Justice Building. Ah, that makes sense. It'll be safe there. Yeah, it will be. I mean, if Trouble knew what that fucking Trump really was, well, he could probably do whatever he needed to do with it by itself. My eyes... We're impressed. I raised my eyebrows like, what? It's Trump, huh? I motioned. Trump was there floating in front of me. 
What are you? The little silver box beeped. No Neck had left. It was following No Neck. No Neck was heading back towards my room. Ooh, I motioned again and it everything vanished. I motioned over the metal box and it shimmered for a moment just as the door opened. How are things in here? Boring, as always. You know, I really don't care too much for TV or anything else. I'm thinking I might take Bobo for a walk, if that's okay. Again, I just took him out. You know, dogs require a lot of activity and exercise. If you don't give the dogs a lot of exercise, you know, they go kind of crazy and they start chewing shit up. I looked around. Furniture looks kind of expensive. I'll go with you. Yeah, I don't know. I'd rather go by myself with Bobo. That's fine, I guess. When are you going to leave? I don't know. Maybe in a half hour, 45 minutes. I thought maybe I'd shower first and then freshen up, then head out. Yeah. Fine. But no, we'll be watching you. No, oh, I'm sure you will. He closed the door. The little metal shards watched him walk away. It occurred to me. They'll be watching me. Hey, uh, little friend, sidekick. Is this place wired? Yes, but I took care of that. What do you mean? I hacked it and gave it a bullshit view of the room. It looked like you were just petting the dog. Good shit. Okay, sidekick, you have a name? No. You don't have a name, huh? How's about I call you brother? Brother. I like that. Okay, brother. So, uh, you, uh, were in the same room as those Trumps. You know anything about it? Yes. I have been studying and data analysis of Trumps for five years. And they are powered they are powerful. They are unlike anything of our world. They're saying, like me, when I was over there, they're not from that area. Yes. Okay. Any idea on how they work? Yes. Is it dangerous for me to touch them? Analyzing. A little shard popped off, injected itself into my arm, and I looked at it. What are you doing? Analyzing. It did its analysis for about five minutes, and the shard came back out, and there was no blood. Wow. I thought that would hurt or something. No. We are friends. I am sidekick. I am brother. I will not hurt you. Okay. What did you find out? You may handle the trump. It will not adversely affect you. Really? Yes, you do not have a heart. You are not technically alive, so you have nothing to worry about. Okay. So, uh, what happens when I touch it? Unknown. Alright. I motioned again. The card came. I took it out of its protective glass container, and then I touched it. I felt an icy cold that shot through my being. Images of different events passed through my mind. 
And then I chuckled to myself, Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. I do not understand. Holy shit. Do you know what this fucking card can do? No. Oh. Oh, brother. We are gonna have some fucking fun with this shit. I motioned and the card vanished. Holy shit. It was about that time. Brother chimed again. It appears the woman is done with what she was doing on the compass. Okay. The large man is returning. Alright. I waited. And he came through as I put brother in my pocket. Brother was about the size of a deck of cards. He assumed it was something like a phone or something else. Hey, why aren't you, uh, showered? Why, you want to try to fuck me or something? No, I thought you was going to take a shower. Yeah, I fucking changed my mind. What's up? She's ready for you. Really? Yeah. Alright. I walked over. The woman smiled at me. Do you take me for a fool? Oh, I wouldn't be that harsh. No, I wouldn't take you for a fucking fool. Uh, I do think that you're full of shit, and I think you've been lying to me since I got here. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think uh, things are any way, shape, or form what you're telling me. Well, I'm done with the compass, but I need to let you know something. I am aware you have a Trump. What? What? I didn't vote for Trump. What are you talking about? One of the cards. I know you have one. How? What? How? What? Give it to me. No. 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 That's mine, fair and square. Because in no part of the pact or the agreement did you say you needed that. I just followed my rules. Your what? Mr. Trouble's three simple rules. Rule number one. Do the job as outlined. Number two. Don't fuck with me. I won't fuck with you. And finally, rule number three. Always find a fucking angle that helps and suits me. That card is that. So what? Do we have a fucking problem? She considered for a moment. I don't know how you were able to bring the card here. You were supposed to give the card to the redneck. I did. I gave him the card. The card he wanted, I gave him. That surprised her. There were two. Yeah. Which one do you have? None of your business. We can end this deal right now. She motioned, and I saw the walls begin to move. Yeah, bitch, but guess what? It ain't Halloween no more, so you ain't got no fucking power. She considered that. She nodded. Fine. But I would, at some point, like to discuss with you possible arrangement of getting whatever card you have. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. So, other than you catching me with the card, was there something you wanted to show me? Yeah, that. She motioned to the table and there was the compass. Inside the compass, the unicorn's horn was there. It was working. There was power emanating from it. The compass was pointing in a particular direction. Let me guess. I'm going to need to use that? Yeah. And then, they'll be done. 
After that one, we're done. Okay. All right. That's where we're going to end it. You know, I got to say, um, Garen, the way you phrased those things really fucked me up because there was really no way for me to do it other than for me to do something like I was this omnipotent uh, narrator of the story. And if I started out like today's episode, Mr. Trouble works with the mighty redneck or Mr. Trouble works with mighty redneck and seeks one of the Oracle Trumps. That was the only way I could verbally do that, right? Is to do like a narrator outside doing it, right? Trying to turn that into regular conversation turned out to be a fucking nightmare. So technically I forced those in, but they were retarded. It was, I, I phrased that shit completely retarded, but you know, I, I did with what I could do there and I didn't want to, you know, break out and be the narrator where there was no narrator before, right? Uh, exploding head in case of an accident. My blood type is Jameson. That worked out really well. That was pretty funny, Paula. Thank you for that. Uh, the weight base bases life. Good one for that. Uh, the changeling death by starvation. Uh, that goeth and fucketh thyself by Vixen. That was fun. Uh, greatest conspiracy of all time. Too cute for you. That worked really well. Uh, let's see. Mr. Trouble's three simple rules. Uh, the angry Jerakalope. That uh, that worked well, and there was a little fun uh, double hit right there because Three Simple Rules is another one of my books. So Mr. Trouble's Three Simple Rules was a double. I just caught that right when I did it, so that was actually pretty funny. And, of course, uh, yippee ki motherfucker from We're All Misfits uh, was a good one. So there you go. That's, that's the story. That's um, episode number three of uh, Mr. Trouble. And, um, you know, it was actually... You know, Garen, your stuff was fun because we got to explore the superhero area uh, with the Mighty Redneck. And then, you know, by sliding in those Oracle Trumps, that definitely also adds um, a whole nother layer to things that I hadn't planned on putting inside of this story. So, you know, other than the way it was... Uh, uh, other than the way that it was kind of phrased, I, I wasn't mad at it, so... Anyway, that's that. Um, this will go up on podcast tomorrow. Um, but yeah, so this was this was a pretty fun one. It was hard. It was hard as fuck. I'm not gonna lie. Like I had a, I had a pretty rough time with some of it. But uh, I think overall it's kind of interesting. Uh, you know, taking one character from one established environment and putting them in another and seeing suddenly them being weak and stuff. So anyway, <laughs> uh, let's see. Is hell a separate? world or does each have its own hell each has its own hell each zone has its own distinct um laws of physics and reality uh and when you pass from inside of one to the other there's little minute differences so there's not like a shared heaven and a shared hell they're all unique to the zone i mean like completely unique and it's even more interesting because if you pass into one you pass into one zone and you look up and you go out to space to a certain point you're still inside of that zone's space they're almost little self-contained pocket dimensions right so 
anyway, that's uh, that's the way that that structure is set up. So you know, and some might not even have a heaven and hell. You know, some might be just pure technology. I haven't even gotten to that stuff yet. So the further away you get from one, the rules are different. And, you know, the closer you are, there will be a lot of crossover similarities. So anyway, that's going to be it. Thank you guys very, very much. And uh, we will do this again. Uh, let's see. Next week, see, a week from today will be the 29th. That should not be a problem. And then a week after that is the 6th. That should not be a problem. And then the 13th. 13th will probably be the last one for a couple of weeks because I have an operation coming up on uh, December 16th. And that is going to really sideline me um, for an undetermined amount of time. So we have a, a few more of these before that happens. So we'll just go ahead and keep riding this and having fun with it. But uh, that's a little bit of a heads up for you guys. So if you guys really enjoyed this and you want to be a part of the show, make sure you're checking out streamtalking.com. And, uh, you know, do me a favor, like, share this, and anything else. Uh, yep, we're going to be doing at least, at the very least, probably one or two more. And then that's that. Uh, probably one or two more, and that'll be done with uh, Mr. Trouble. Unless uh, something, something really... Uh, interesting happens but it's not like that's going to be the end of Mr. Trouble but it'll be the end of this experiment right here as far as storylines part 1 part 2 part 3 part 4 part 5 right but theoretically I have enough artwork done that goes all the way to part 9 so uh, we'll just play it by ear and see how it goes okay alright guys that's going to be it so let me go ahead and get us to the bum 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 I think we go like this, right? We go this, boom, and then we go like this. See you guys later. Thank you for checking out the show. You don't know what it means for Rob. He really enjoys doing these shows and it is a good challenge to keep his brain sharp. We will be creating a new entry on the Stream Talking website which you will see when the podcast goes live, which is usually on Monday morning. Then you can feel free in adding your keyword or phrase anytime you feel like it. Thank you ahead of time for contributing to the show if you do. If you'd like to support the show, you could always buy Rob a shot at the Kofi.com website. The address is www.co-fee.com slash Robert R. Ricks. That's it for now. We hope to see you all again next week. As Rob says, same bad time, same bad channel. <laughs>